Hello everybody, happy July 4th weekend. And because it's July 4th and we are celebrating a national holiday, I thought that we should talk about uh, the national holidays and how they affect uh, Americans and how Americans should behave around these holidays and how we should at least acknowledge what they mean when they roll around. Um, but this also means bringing into the fold uh, some recent news, uh, in addition to what we all know as Democrats essentially telling people to hate this country, um, and you've got, you know, the protests and the riots, and one of the most recent examples was the uh, athlete Gwen something or other, I don't remember her last name, I doesn't respect this country, why should I have bother respecting her name, um, who, you know, thought she was blindsided by when they played the national anthem uh, and um, feels like the national anthem doesn't respect black people or something, some such bull crap. You know, there are levels of protesting that is essential in terms of civilization in order to get things moving in the right direction. We've seen them in the past. We've seen them in this country many times. Uh, we've now reached the point where not only is it completely unwarranted, but it's only causing problems that weren't even there before. And when we talk about national holidays, when we talk about nationalism and pride in one's country, we are talking about a unification process. That's what that is. That's why it exists. And let me tell you right now, and for those of you who have done a fair bit of traveling outside this country, I think you'll see this and you know this and you understand that what I'm saying is true. Many other countries, and I mean many other countries, I'd say even most at this point, put far more emphasis on national pride than we do. They are not teaching their children that their nation is, is evil, that it was founded by evil people, that the majority of the people in it, in our case, white people, are evil, because this is what is being taught to our kids from the moment they, they can even start to talk and read. And at the same time, Democrats keep screaming about unity and healing, when all they do is precisely the opposite and continue to drive a wedge right through the middle of this country by continually attacking this country. Now, I know what their defense is. I'm well aware of it. The defense is that we're not, we don't hate this country and we're not attacking it. We simply want it to get better. We think it's a great country and we want to heal it and, and improve it and progress. Hence, progressivism. Except that's all a big pile of crap because it's obviously not working and hasn't been working. In fact, the entire liberal agenda, which has been in full swing for at least 50 or 60 years, when all the facets of society that matter, from entertainment to education to government to the media, start pushing in one direction, which, is all, which has been left for, yes, I would say at least since the 60s, 70s probably, it took the, for a while, especially in the 50s, the media was very right. It was pushing against communism, uh, you know, all of that. It was, it was very much on the right side. And um, then we saw a shift after, after Vietnam. Um, and in terms of media, education, uh, and of course, government as well. So, but that hasn't abated and it hasn't really changed. We've had Republican presidents. We've had, uh, like, for example, the Reagan years. But... During that span of time, the undercurrent of force that was driving people in a certain direction was all in one direction. It was just one way, 
one-way traffic, and now it is one-way traffic, and we're seeing the results of that, which is uh, a more greatly polarized nation, where we're constantly at each other's throats. You talk about unity, you talk about healing, and you constantly bash this country, which is what you're doing. You're not talking about improvement. And worse, you're bashing the people in it, everything the country stands for, the country's uh, documents upon which they were built, you're doing this on a daily basis, and you expect there to be unity? One of the reasons why in so many other countries they put such an emphasis on national pride is because they know how important it is for the sake of nationwide unity. They understand this. They understand it well. They don't appreciate people in their own country speaking against their country in a way that not for progress purposes, but just to be hostile and just to cause problems and create problems that weren't there before. Many things in society that we've gone through uh, have required this protesting, has required this pushback from the people. Uh, we've seen that in terms of, from everything from, um, you know, getting women the right to vote, um, the full suffrage and all the way up through civil rights, right? We have seen this in history of things that needed to happen. The pushback, the protests, the things that say, look, this isn't wrong. This isn't right. We have to fix this. We've done all this. At this particular moment in time, based on all the statistics, minorities have every single uh, special treatment, preferential treatment on the face of the planet. If you go to scholarships.com, you will find, I, I looked, I counted, I believe there was 65 separate scholarships for black people. That's one of the requirements of each of those scholarships, that you be black. There are dozens and dozens and dozens more for people of Latino and Asian descent. Do you know how many there are for people of white, Caucasian descent? The answer is zero. That's just the tip of the iceberg. When you have employers... And all the major employers, I'm talking the biggest co uh, corporations on the planet, from Google to Disney to Amazon to Apple, specifically saying in just about all their, uh, their advertisements for jobs that they are prioritizing diverse hires. That's just code for no white people. That's what this is. When you have athletes saying, oh, well, they don't, the, 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 this country hates us. Professional athletes, for example. This country hates us and the anti-black... This is coming from the mouths of royalty. From people who are treated like royalty on a daily basis. Who are richer than 99.99999% of this planet. And these are the people who are saying this. They're creating problems that aren't there and haven't been there for decades. When I was younger, uh, in the 80s and 90s, my best friend was, was black growing up. One of my best friends was black growing up in, in uh, elementary school and another in, in, in high school. And at no point was it ever even, I, I didn't consider that to be special. I didn't consider it to be unique. I didn't cons consider it to be odd or strange. I never even noticed. And it wasn't because my parents were browbeating me into saying that all white people are evil and all black people are noble and hardworking and good, which is what liberal parents are doing right now. I didn't need that because it's not necessary. We are not born racist. We become racist. We're taught to be. A person, a human being, is not born racist. My parents let well enough alone. 
And so did education in that time. That was not part of the curriculum. And it wasn't a problem. That kid who I was friends with never faced an ounce of oppression. If you asked him today, he would tell you that. Everybody treated him just exactly. He was one of the few uh, people of color in my school. I admit that at the time. And I'll tell you right now, he was not in any way treated badly. And again, you can ask him. He'll tell you his childhood was great. And he had a lot of friends. And he never felt ostracized. Same went for the, the Jewish kids that we had. Same, th same thing. They never felt that way. We weren't told that there was going to be an issue. We weren't told. We weren't constantly being shown things in, in terms of color, which is all they're doing now. Now you have... Uh, when you have 14% of this country, which is black, and, and when you turn on the television, 75% of what you see has black people in it. It's propaganda that has nothing to do with equality. Same thing with the scholarship issue. Same thing with the hiring issue. Same thing with uh, the uh, the government issue. You know, they're, they're all... If you ask people, I guarantee you, 9 out of 10 people could not tell you why they voted for Obama besides the fact that he's black. I'm sorry, but that's true. That's just accurate. They don't know anything about his policies, what he actually enacted. They don't, they don't know and they don't care. It's the same thing with Kamala, by the way. They just don't care. They're told that these people are better and superior because of their skin color. It's called racism. And you put that on a national scale and you get a big split right down the middle because you're basically telling more than half the country, 60% of this country is still white, by the way, that they need to be re-educated, that they're inherently evil because that's what critical race theory is. They're telling you that because you're white, you have all these privileges that you may not acknowledge or understand, but they're there. Hence, you are the problem. You keep telling 60% of a country this, and there's going to be an issue. National pride is essential. When you come around to something like July 4th, Independence Day, you cannot have this wedge driven between the country because it's not going to go well. You're going to have a whole, you're going to have half the country celebrating and the other half country uh, telling you you're not allowed to celebrate and that everything about July 4th is wrong. Somehow, some way, I'm sure they're going to come up with it. Everything about everything we celebrate is wrong. So there can be no national unity because there can be no national pride. They're not allowing any of these things to happen. So how do they expect there to be unity? The person who decides that, okay, the national anthem doesn't speak for me, I don't, again, we're talking, you're talking about the most privileged people on the face of the earth right now. They throw parades in your honor. They have months dedicated to you, days dedicated to you, holidays dedicated to you. They just did Juneteenth. This has been going on for a very long time. The accuracy of the statement that America is a racist nation is 100%, except it's the other way. And I've said that for a while, and of course, me just saying it is racist, because white people are not only not allowed to not be uh, offended, they can't be offended by anything. You say a joke or a strict racist joke against a white person, they're not allowed to be offended by it, and they're not allowed to call you out on it. They're the only ones who can make racist comments, they're the only ones who can offend another race. Minorities cannot be racist against other minorities. It's amazing. I don't know how that's possible, but that's the rhetoric that we teach. Now, come July 4th, what we're having, and come things like, you know, Memorial Day, all you have a bunch of liberals screaming that it's just a white person's holiday or some such crap. And that they're completely minimizing what our ancestors and our founding fathers did. Not only minimizing it, but worse, demonizing it. And when you do that, you create a very unstable 
foundation. You rock the bedrock. It becomes cracked. You're just a tweak away from things starting to crumble and we're already seeing it. Endless protests and riots, many of which completely unwarranted and driven only by mob tactics and the far left media that is constantly telling you something that is not true and cannot be validated by any statistic that we've got today. Which is why all you ever see during things like Black, uh, Black History Month in February is just documentaries about things that happened 50, 60, 100 years ago. They can't do anything based on anything recently because nothing has happened recently to support the idea that there's any sort of racism going on against that race, especially when every single thing that we see every single day is against white people. You can't have this racism at this level and expect there to be unity. You can't have anti-nation propaganda, anti-America propaganda spreading so fast and have there be any unity and then try and claim that you want unity. This country was founded on the principles of very, very honorable principles and logical principles that all people are created free and that they are all allowed to do what they wish to do, provided that they are not breaking laws and provided that they are producing for this country. And you will respect this country and its flag if you are here. That is what the majority of every single civilized country in this world emphasizes. They say this every single day. I mean, they're, they're, so, they're so full of national pride on their national holidays. If you ever visit another country uh, during a time of national revelry, if there's a holiday you happen to be there for, that isn't, you know, worldwide, but it's just maybe for that country, you will be, it's, it's really, um, it's, it's a combination. It's both depressing and enlightening to see them so happy and so proud of their country and their achievements, because we used to be that way. We used to have that sort of, of, of good feeling when these national holidays roll around and they, they have it, they still have it. They celebrate their national holidays and everybody is on board. You know, everybody is, is having fun. Everybody is honoring uh, the memory of whatever, you know, the holiday is, what it stands for. And that is why that country just happens to be doing so well. It happens to be a, a part, an essential part of the health of a country. What's the point of having a country, a standalone country, if you're going to continue to trash it and you constantly think there's something wrong with it. I noticed that none of these people seem to be going anywhere. All the people that trash it and all the people that bash it, they never leave. They can't seem to find another country that does it better. So they just stay here and cause more problems. And again, I know why they think they're doing it. They think they're doing it for the better of everybody, but everything only is getting worse. From the time that the liberal agenda began, decades ago, it hasn't worked. This do whatever you want, however you want it, no matter what, do whatever makes you feel good thing, that ain't working. Because it doesn't work. There are, there's a balance that a country, that humanity always has to strike if they want to be happy and, and flourish. And we had that balance some time ago. We don't have it now. It's all over the place. All we do is extremes. And those extremes constantly pulling on either side of the spectrum is going to create a major rift and a crack and possibly war. You can't keep this up. The, the reason we have national pride, the reason any country has national pride is for the sake of unity.
It's to keep people's spirits up. It's to keep morale up. It's to keep, make them proud of being part of a thing greater than themselves, and that is the country. It's not about saying that the country is the greatest in the planet and that, that they're above reproach. And we have to remember that, too. Conservatives and Republicans also have to remember that we shouldn't do blind patriotism. We shouldn't just say, okay, America's the greatest and that's it, and we have no problems and we're the best ever. That's wrong. And as I think we all know we have a lot of problems from obesity to infrastructure to everything in between. We have all kinds of issues that we cannot ignore and should not ignore if we want to be great. At the same time, that again, we're talking about balance. At the same time, we shouldn't be saying that the entire country is the devil, and if you have an American flag on front of your house, they basically want you shot. I mean, <laughs> these are the extremes that we're talking about here. Blind loyalty to any anything and everything that, where the flag is represented, and blind hatred to anything and everything where the flag is represented, and there doesn't appear to be too much in between. And neither side is willing to give. We have to find a sense of balance. You know, Aristotle spoke of ver uh, vices and virtues, and virtues very often were very much in the middle, and vices were always at the ends, in the extremes. And you, there can be no virtue if everybody is at the extremes. Everybody is on one end or the other, and all the way at the one end or the other. So when it comes to celebrating July 4th, we need to accept that this country has problems, and we need to accept that we need to fix them. But we also need to accept that one of those problems is the frickin' Democrats. And, the, and one of those problems is the anti-American rhetoric that continues to get spewn all over the place, including our children. It's one of the first things our children hear. They hear it from school teachers, they hear it from their parents. They're being told these things, they're being taught these things. So what do you think they're going to start doing and thinking when they're adults? It's only going to get worse. The extremes only grow because they're only fed one line. And, you know, July 4th is one of those things where it's all about American pride. It's all about uh, shouting your independence and saying, look, we, we this, is, this is the day that we said we are a country. And... We are going to try and be the best country that we can be. We're going to try and create the, the brightest and best people that we can, which we're not doing anymore. Again, statistically speaking, in terms of education, where we rank on the worldwide scale. Uh, what, what are we even producing outside of little new gadgets and apps for, you know, for your smartphones? What are we even doing? What, where's the great new inventions? Where's the great new uh, uh, artists that we're seeing? All we're seeing is just LGBTQ everything. If you're not LGBTQ, you can't even be an artist in any realm as far as I can tell. They're not going to produce anything you do. It's such a 100% blanket propaganda uh, push that it encompasses America as a whole and shoves it down the toilet. You can't do that and have a functioning, flourishing, even stable society no matter where you are. The instant that that starts to happen is the instant you start to hear rumbles about civil war, which is what we're hearing. And of course, that's no good. And we have you know, you look at other countries that are very stable, you're looking at a country that is very, A, usually often homogeneous, at least mostly homogeneous, but also a tremendous amount of national spirit and pride. I mean, really, it's, it's, really, it's really something to see some of that. You don't see it here anymore. And when you do see it, you know that there's a heavy contingent out there that's coming down hard on you just for celebrating it. 
All you're going to see in headlines for July 4th headlines is not about the achievements that America has has had in the, in the past 300 years. No, no, no. They're going to talk about everything that this country has done bad and continues to do badly and all the people in it who are bad and all the things that are evil about the country and how we need to look at ourselves and get better. Look, that's what's going to happen. And you can't do that and expect there to be unity. Expect there to be any agreement on anything. You can't tell people to hate this country under the guise of, oh, we're trying to help this country because it's not flying. And everything out of your mouths and just the hostility and hate in your eyes, even when you look at the flag, which is downright terrifying, you either need to get out or you need to at least get an education that is not drilled into you and from uh, the propaganda experts in our education institutions and actually do some reading of your own. I know you're taught not to think. I know you're taught not to, to think for yourself and just parrot back what you're told. That's what propaganda is. I understand that. But you really need to start doing it because obviously you take a look around and everything's only getting worse. And considering that you are have all the power now, and the left has all the power right now, and has power over every major facet of society, government, society, government, education, entertainment, and the media, right? You have it all, and everything's only getting worse. What does that tell you? You... you there's only one conclusion to draw from that. It's only getting worse. It's only getting blacker. It's only getting darker. Things are just falling apart faster, and you're in charge of everything. Well, I, hey, look, there's only one conclusion you can draw from that. But if you're still that blind, again, propaganda is very powerful. But on July 4th, at the very least, could we, could we just, for once, acknowledge that, oh my God, yes, this country actually did do pretty great things at one point. We're not going to sweep that under the rug. We're not going to pretend it didn't exist. We're not going to pretend it didn't happen. And we're not going to bury it under an avalanche of anti-American propaganda. That does nobody any good at all. Yes, we have to improve. Yes, we have to get better. Yes, there's a lot of things we have to fix. This is not how you go about doing that. This doesn't work. This only makes things worse. So, anyway, again, happy July 4th to everybody. Respect the flag. If you don't like it, get the hell out. Or at least be educated and don't be a complete dolt because, let me tell you, that's what I read the statement uh, from that athlete who refused to acknowledge the flag and the anthem. And you know what? It has nothing to do with race. She's just an idiot. This person is a complete dolt. An absolute moron knows nothing. We should not be giving this person any. It's embarrassing to give this person any attention because they're an idiot. It's not, it's not even disagreeing with what she said. She's so stupid. She doesn't even know what she's saying. Ask her what the words are on the national anthem. I guarantee she has no freaking clue. She's just been taught to hate this country. Just like everybody else on that side. Anyway. So that's it. Again, hope you have a safe and happy weekend. Some, for some people, it's going to be very, very hot. For some people like myself, it's going to be very, very rainy. But either way, time to celebrate this country. Time to celebrate what it once was and perhaps could be again. And uh, wave that flag high and proud and remember that that is the bedrock of a country. And that is where we need to go and where we need to get back to if we intend to be as great as we once were. So, uh, again, thank you very much for listening. 
feel free to subscribe. It's free. I don't do any ads. I don't do explicit content and I don't bombard you with email. I don't even ask for your email address. I respect your privacy. Um, so that's it for me for this week and um, I'll see you again soon. Thank you.